Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Hi everyone, this is Junior with Authentico Podcast. Uh, and it is 2020. I feel like I've said that now for the last three episodes, but it is still 2020 and it is still January. So I guess I can still say that. But today um, we have a really good topic that we're going to be expanding on. But before we move into that, I would like to introduce uh, our, uh, our, the second host for our technical podcast, Gabriela Ramirez Arellano. Gabi, how are you? I'm doing great. So excited to be in the studio again. <laughs> in the studio, your house, my house, connecting via the internet. That's awesome. Digital studio, right? Of course. Yeah. So <clears throat> today's topic, we've kind of touched on it already uh, in the past. Uh, now we're going to touch on it just a little bit more, but approach it from a uh, a different, um, a different perspective. Um, so today we're going to be talking about uh, giving feedback to someone who uh, either has not gotten feedback uh, in a while, or so, or or you giving feedback to someone who uh, may not have been part of your team, or uh, you join the team, but that person is not self-aware about how they come off to others. Uh, so in, in either of these situations, you either have someone who, haven't rec- who hasn't received feedback in a while or you're approaching uh, a, new, a, a new type of relationship, new, new situation from someone who maybe did receive it, you, you're not really sure, but they're just not self-aware at all. I guess yeah, they're kind of that. I was going to say, and I think that... Um... I mean, what this boils down to sometimes is having difficult conversations and how averse we are, que no nos gusta dar información negativa o comunicar negativo. Entonces, lo que pasa es que nadie nos dice. Exacto. Y, y vamos a decir que eh, I don't think anyone can, can argue the fact that uh, having tough, difficult conversations are never fun fun for anyone. I mean, that's why we, we, we put tough and difficult in front of, in front of the conversations. It's because they're, they're tough to have. You know, they're not enjoyable. Um, however, I think that some people realize that these are also, yeah, tough and difficult conversations, but they're also needed conversations. Conversations that we have to have depending on, on the issue, but really to kind of set the record straight, to get clear about your purpose, about your intent, uh, to get to define a message, or to address something that uh, needs to be addressed because it negatively impacts your team or your company. On any of those situations, yes, they're difficult, yes, they're tough, but they're also needed uh, in order for the business to move forward or the relationship to move forward kind of thing. Yeah, I'm glad que dices eso porque hablé una vez con Judy Ryan, tú la conoces, 
ella, su negocio hace consultoría específicamente de esto, de las conversaciones difíciles. And I remember talking to her about a situation I was having and she, she really like made me look at it from a new perspective because she said, it's not my responsibility, but she was saying something to the effect that I was doing the other person a disservice because I was making them or allowing them to feel that everything was fine when it wasn't. Wow. And that having the conversation was more important for the person than for me. And so that made me look at it maybe a little less uneasy, but also it made me realize that, yeah, I mean, I have to take ownership that if I see something happening that maybe could be better, or maybe they have no idea, they're not self-aware that it's causing harm to their person or their reputation, that I do have a responsibility to let them know um, at least feedback, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with Judy 100%. As you said, I, I know her too. I believe in her message. I believe in her style. I believe in her way of thinking altogether. Um, yeah, I agree with you 100% that, that, I mean, we are doing that person a disservice, whether it's a disservice because the business is hurting or it's a disservice to, to the relationship. Um, if, if, if you don't have those conversations now, yeah, I mean, that relationship is going to suffer. And of course, you're going to have issues. Um, but I love the fact that, that, that she made, made it kind of like flipped it on you and made you feel like, look, you're, you're responsible and you should feel guilty for not addressing this. Right. And that is so true. You know, like, I, I, I something, something the leaders struggle with a lot in, 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 in organizations is, uh, because these these conversations are hard to have, unfortunately, the business pays the price because the leader is not willing to have that difficult conversation and just kind of brushes it off or, you know, kind of dismisses the issue in hopes that it doesn't happen again or that the person was just having an off day or an off week or an off month. And not bringing to attention, look, I know I'm noticing some things. I notice you're not performing a certain way, or I notice your attitude has been changing lately. And really approaching it from more of an empathy standpoint, and just say, "What's going on? You know, can you can you help me understand? Um, can you please help me understand? You know, like, what do you have going on that's uh, either keeping you from meeting the goals that we set, or that we discuss at the beginning of the year, beginning of the quarter, or?" You know, I, I noticed that um, that you that you your attitude has changed. You're not as as spunky or as active and as interactive as you were before. And I, I just want to make sure that you're doing okay. And then just pausing and just letting the person talk. That's so important. Whenever you're you're as a leader, you're looking to uh, to connect with someone to just allow there some time for the person to just like process what you're asking and then just slowly start to unwind what uh what's what's keeping them from meeting the goals yeah and i like that approach about open-ended because you're basically saying here's where my take is 
but you're not trying to put words or reasons or excuses in their in their story oh my gosh yeah absolutely um i think that like one of the one of the biggest ways that you can lose people you can lose any kind of of connection and 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 anything that you can accomplish in a relationship is if you say i think this is happening i think this is happening and just like tell the person i think that this is happening because of this or that if you don't give them a chance to explain to you what's happening i mean at the end of the day you don't really know all that you know is that something's changed something feels a little bit off but you don't really know um so just allowing that person to explain express to express their, their perspective i mean if you don't do that you're going to lose them very quickly right i mean you're already having a hard conversation so if the person feels attacked menos va a estar abierto a la conversación y realmente al aprendizaje que pueden conseguir como resultado de la conversación no si tiene tienes toda la razón pero sabes que gabi yo también pienso que Eh, porque la conversación es tan difícil de tener um, y, y estamos viviendo un tiempo que, que muchos líderes se sienten con la presión de, de tener todas las respuestas. And, eh, tienen toda la presión también de, de sentirse como que yendo a un meeting o una conversación que ya tienen que tener the end goal, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right, and when you work with people, when you deal with people, that's not always the case, because we're so fluid. We have so many different perspectives and just different experiences, different perceptions, different outlooks. That just going to the meeting with empathy as your main goal, having an empathetic conversation with someone. Uh, that should be your only agenda going to any kind of difficult meetings, looking to understand. Um, you know, re- recently I, I had a, a conversation with someone, um, and that's the approach that I took. Uh, it was a difficult conversation. I personally don't like having them. Again, I can't think of a single person who can tell you that you do. But I went into the conversation with, look, I'm looking to understand what may be getting in your way of being successful here. And more importantly, um, I want to know how I can help you because I want you to be successful. And I mean, I'd love to say that, okay, you know, it was a great conversation and that we moved on, we shook hands and everything was groovy after that. It was a difficult conversation even after that. But at the end of the day, at the end of that meeting, we had the conversation. I think that a lot of the things were brought to the table. Um, there was there was a lot of vulnerability, which I thought was very empowering on both sides. And we were able to have a, a difficult but yet productive conversation. And um, I think that that's so important whenever you're 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 leading people to be able to just approach these conversations uh, with empathy. You know, this is someone's child this is someone's parent this is someone's spouse this is someone's brother sister husband brother-in-law this is another human being it's three that that's multi-dimensional with all their own experiences and 
I think that we should always treat them with that respect that they deserve, you know? Yeah, and I also think, um, like, be ready for it to be awkward or weird for a little while, but you also have to get through that. Yeah. Because um, the first part is having the conversation and kind of laying your cards on the table, like you said, being vulnerable. But that doesn't mean that at the end of the conversation, like you said, you just shake hands and everything's back to normal and or perfect. Right. I think it's really important to remember that now that that person is aware of either things that they might have a gap in their style or the fact that you had the conversation, be ready for it to be a little bit awkward, especially in the beginning, because now you have to work through that vulnerability and awkwardness. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that that brings up a really good point in that um, when you look at it, what, at least the way that I see things, uh, we don't really have a, a student and a teacher when it comes to life. We're all students. You know, some of us are more advanced than, other, than, 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 than some of us others. But at the end of the day, we're all students. So even as a leader, you're still learning different styles. You're still learning to cope through the awkwardness that comes with having a difficult conversation. Uh, because it also takes a toll on you. But then you also have to remember that you have a whole team that depends on you to be able to bounce back quickly. So um, I I agree with you. You know, you, you have to be able to be ready and be okay and expect the awkwardness that comes up to having a difficult conversation, but just focusing on what, what you learn from it should hopefully make it less awkward. It probably will never go completely away, but it will give you more tools as you continue to have these conversations with different personality types, um, different perspectives to be able to bounce back more quickly. But I, I don't think that you can get rid of the awkwardness that comes with it. Just because, again, going back to <laughs> difficult and tough conversations, they're going to happen, but they have to happen in order for there to be a productive environment, a work to set clear expectations. Um, I was reading a book, Gabby. Um, gosh, I forgot the name of the book. Um, I forgot the name of the book, but uh, and, and I'm paraphrasing here. Um, but the book gave an analogy about uh, a, a king and his prime minister. The king called the prime minister and said to the prime minister, okay, look, uh, I want you from, from this point on out to be my 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 kind of like my my no person like anytime that someone comes up to you and asks you for something like like I need you to I need you to tell them no and then I because I need to get my my popularity up I will be the yes person so when people come to me I'm gonna tell them yes on whatever they ask right mm-hmm. so the prime minister said okay no problem. So from that point on out, anytime that someone tried to get something from the prime minister, the, the answer was always no. 
And anytime that anyone went to the king and asked for something, it was always granted. Well, a few months later, the entire government was almost about to collapse. So the king called the prime minister again and said, look, this is now working out. We need to change. So I'm going to be now the person who's going to say no. And I need you to be the person who says yes, because I need to make some tough calls to fix this government now. Prime minister says, okay, no problem. So from that point after that, anytime that anyone came to the prime minister, the answer was yes. When it went to the king, the answer was no. A few months later, the king lost its head. And the people were saying, okay, who do we want to institute as the person who's going to lead our government from this point on out? And someone says, well, you know what? The prime minister, he's a really tough guy, but recently he's been more lenient with his decisions. Let's pick him to lead the government. And they did. They picked him. So I think that the moral of the story um, is that sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes the answer is no. You can't be hardcore with, you know, declining all the ideas, all the feedback that comes your way or that you give to people where you're overpowering them. Sometimes you need to take a step back and look at a different perspective or be open and be more empathetic and say yes. What do you think of that story? I think it's great. It really kind of emphasizes the point. Right. Exactly. So anyway, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I have today. Um, we we, we kind of like dabble a little bit in, 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 in a couple of different things. But at the end of the day, the idea is the same. Um, as Gabby said, uh, through her, through a conversation that she had with our friend Judy Ryan, uh, you're doing someone a disservice by not expressing authentically your thoughts and feelings about a certain relationship or situation related to work goals or just overall just a personal relationship. You're doing them a disservice by not being your most authentic self and sharing feedback. Yeah, because I think that, um, I mean, we always are in a situation, or we're usually in a situation where we're wondering what other people's intent is and we won't know until we have that difficult conversation so it's time to really like you said really talk to the person about what you're observing and then let them take it from there um because these difficult conversations have to be have had in order to make things better yeah and it, it, it may not be get better after that one conversation, but it, uh, they have to be had. I mean, that's just um, part of life and nature altogether. All right, so that's it for today. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us. Remember to follow us on our uh, social media uh, platforms. We're also on AuthenticalPodcast.com. Let us know what you think about this episode. Uh, what are maybe some difficult conversations that you've been in? Um, maybe as the person receiving it, <laughs> um, which is never fun, but or, or sometimes being the person delivering the difficult conversation or bringing bringing it to attention. Let us know how that what, how that went, and then maybe some lessons learned from it. 
Yeah, we want right. to definitely hear back from you. Yes, take care. All righty, bye-bye. Still recording? I am still recording, but why did I end that so weird? <laughs> okay, bye bye. All right, let me uh, let me end the meeting and then uh, I'll save it. Do we hang up or do we stay on? Uh, hold on.